podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to VAR at the Bar, episode 2. This is our review of the England versus Croatia match. My name is Chris, who am I with today? I'm Dan. Well, how are you doing mate, you alright? Yeah, enjoy the game, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. So, we'll go straight to the game. Great win today, how do you think the overall performance was? It's a good performance for England. Uh, I thought... Croatia were a little bit reserved, not entirely trying to win the game. England dominated, but I think they're going to have harder challenges to follow in the future. 100% there, mate. I think uh, Croatia were looking at a 0-0, and to be fair, it didn't seem like they were too bothered to pull 1-0 down either. But just looking at the individual performances, we'll start from the back. So, obviously, Jordan Pickford, I mean, didn't really have much to do, did he? No, he didn't. It was a adequate performance from Pickford. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the centre backs, I thought yeah. Stones was okay. Yeah. Mings was okay. Yeah, still not quite what we want, though, is it? No, not not that authoritative. Um, England just haven't got that, though, have they? No, exactly. I mean, without without Maguire there, just don't seem to have that um, leadership. Uh, which is concerning when it comes to the important ones, isn't it? Yeah, it could hurt us later on, but I thought in this game against Croatia, it wasn't a problem. But later on, it's going to be a it's going to be a cause for concern. It'll be having England fans sweating. <laughs> exactly, mate, and not because of the heat outside either. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, Trippier, left back. Interesting choice. Don't think personally it worked out. What about you? No, he's not a natural left back. And I think in this game, if we'd have had, say, Chilwell hitting the byline, that would have been a lot more beneficial for England. Um, Trippier is a great player. I'm glad he's in the squad. But left back, I think we need someone who's a bit more of a natural at that position. 100%. Uh, right back. We had Walker. Do you think maybe he's the right person? I mean, he didn't have the best game today. He seems to be a bit loose with distribution. I thought to midfield. I mean, what's your opinion on that? It's a tough one because um, defensively, he's a great athlete. He's got such great pace tracking back. He's got quite a bit of experience in terms of positional awareness. And I think you saw he was quite a safe choice at right back. But then when it came to the attacking prowess of right back, he didn't quite link up with Foden as you'd expect of someone who's of the same sort of... Ilk. Well, ilk, but also, I'll I'll go as far to say his generation. Yeah. There's such an age gap between Walker and Foden. Massive. And um, 
the way the game is played these days, uh, someone like Rhys James, I think, might have linked up a bit, a little bit better with Foden. I agree with you that I think um, Walker was a little bit lax with his passing today. Maybe it shows up, maybe his slight weakness when wrestling forward with the ball. Uh, it gave away a lot of passes there and put Foden in a little bit of trouble at some times. It's the first time since 1992 that no Liverpool or Manchester United player has started for England. Foden played in by Sterling. It's Phil Foden, he hits the post! Moving on swiftly to the centre mid. Interesting, played two defensive mids against Croatia, which personally didn't surprise me, but sort of surprised me as well because it seemed to think it was a bit negative. What's your opinion on that one, mate? Yeah, so negative as we've come to predict from Southgate, but um, Calvin Phillips, man of the match in my opinion. Incredible game. Incredible. Put himself about, put the tackles in, won the ball. He was an absolute athlete in that position. Set himself apart from all of the players on the pitch. Yeah. Fantastic performance. Really uh, made himself from a boy to a man, really, in that game, I thought. He bossed it, bullied their midfield, which is a fantastic midfield that Croatia had as well. Full of league winners, Champions League winners. And yet, he made it his own. Put my heart out to him. I thought when it was first put in that he's going to be probably third choice, but he's really made a bit of a headache um, for Southgate. What's your opinion on that? No, I 100% agree. And then um, by contrast, Declan Rice, who got into the game as a starter, for me, he didn't really put his authority on the game at all. Yeah, exactly. Interesting what he will do. I think he, he might have to see on being a bit more attacking in my personal opinion I think maybe putting a person up there to attack will will not hurt England because I think Phillips can deal with both sides yeah so looking at the problem that Southgate's got there I think that Calvin Phillips has proved himself he can hold that midfield and then in terms of putting someone in there that can help England move the ball forward You've got to look at Jack Grealish. Jackie Grealish, the for big, me, the big one. For me, it's Calvin Phillips and Jack Grealish for the next game. What do you think, Chris? You know, someone's pushed the ball from midfield to the attacking side. There's only one man for for the job, isn't there? And it'll be Jack Grealish. He'll wind up the Scots as well. He'll pull fouls out, and he will disrupt their midfield. And you look at Declan Rice, what did he bring to this game against Croatia? I think he's, he's um, took a back seat, if I'm honest. I'll be honest, exactly. He took a bit of a passenger seat. I had my doubts, which I personally said on other pods as well about him. And it's just come into full, full uh, picture today. I thought Phillips absolutely outshone him. He pulled out more attacking runs. He, he just seemed like he bossed the game more. I mean, you know, we, we need somebody to get the ball from midfield and push forward. And I think Grealish could be that guy. Well, yeah. well we know Grealish can be that guy. He's not 100% fit. And I think Gareth um, Southgate's been quite uh, savvy in not starting him today, if I'm honest. I've, I've no problem with that. But looking forward to the rest of the tournament, 
look at who's performed today. And Calvin Phillips has been absolutely amazing. Unbelievable. Declan, Declan Rice. No, no, I, I no. think I think we can live without him. And if you look at Calvin Phillips and Jack Grealish, potentially it's a marriage made in heaven. Indeed, would would share shivers down the spine of any midfield against England. To be honest, as well. Absolutely. I mean, look look at Croatia today. They they was they were scared. Yeah. Of England after that last ten, that's the first ten minutes that England put in. Yeah, fantastic, wasn't it? It was amazing, and um, that's a sign of things to come. Um, yeah. Mount swings it in. Stones is at the back post. Space here for Phillips. Saved by Lavakovic. England firmly on top. Well, he caught that really well, Phillips. Lavakovic found it too difficult to handle down to his right. There wasn't anybody following up. What was your feeling with the strike force, the, the front three? So we, we didn't see the best of Harry Kane. No. But um, either side we had Sterling and Foden. Yeah. And I thought they were both outstanding today. Yeah. Uh, yeah the I mean, ball at their feet, uh, moving infield, taking on players. They were world class today. Yeah. I have to agree with you that, mate. Um, I had my question marks for Sterling, especially form. Struggled to get into Man City's team. I mean, that's not uh, an easy. <laughs> Because Man no, City are absolutely <laughs> stacked with players of that sort of quality, but he's really reacted well, hasn't he? From the little bit of doubters, took the goal well, got a bit of luck with the deflection, but hey ho, still got the goal. Fair play to him, Foden, incredibly unlucky with the first um, shot after 10 minutes, took a deflection onto the post. Could have been so different if he didn't. One of those things, Kane, yeah, but go go with it. Simple as that. I mean, the guy the guy's got leadership skills. He was marginally away from scoring a goal, but clattered the post instead. You just got to go with it, haven't you? You've got so many different. The, the problem, the thing is, we up up, at, up top. England have got so many variations that they could do. I think Gauss' head is absolutely spinning just from that. What do you think with that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, up front, if we drop those three we played today and we played our next favourite front three, the, the players we've got up top is not the issue. That's better from England. Still Phillips feeding Sterling. Sterling! England's first goal of the European Championships is the first goal of a major tournament for Raheem Sterling. The shadow of Wembley. He puts England in front against Croatia. You know, coming to Scotland, we're in a good, good position. They're the away team. You know, a win or a draw would be fantastic, and we're sending England through. What do you think, there, Dan? Yeah, it was. Uh, there's, there's definitely question marks over England's centre back pair. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the England Scotland game go about England to progress it's in it as much as I think Scotland cause trouble I just think that there's the X factor up front for England and I think that England will should win the game quite comfortably against Scotland what do you think there Dan just uh, putting that out there well you say that Chris but I think that England will be um, 
under a lot of pressure in Scotland. Scotland mm. will bring a lot of energy. Yeah, of course. And a lot of pressure. Yeah. It will be a different. It will be a difficult game. Derby games are always difficult, aren't they? But of course they are. And um, as an England fan, I would not be disappointed if we took a draw from that game. Of course. Yeah. But looking at the big picture, a draw is not, is not a bad result. For me. No, not at all. I think um, a draw will about send England through, no matter what, first, second, third. Yeah. Um, to me, it seemed like, just to finish off on, that Croatia seemed like they were just hoping for a nil-nil or maybe whack out two wins on the, their other two games. Went one nil down. They didn't seem particularly too sort of bothered <laughs> in well, the nicest possible way. <laughs> you joke, but I... Um... I totally agree. I think that it, Croatia didn't put the effort in. I think we'll see that in the next two games. They will want to progress. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've covered everything, mate, today. Uh, we'll back out, obviously, after every England game. Hopefully a little bite-sized pod like this one. Like I say, if you want to put your view on it, that'd be fantastic. And we'll uh, obviously shout out on the next pod to be out at the bar. 2020.gmail.com or VAR at the bar Facebook or VAR at the bar one at Twitter. Please, we're always happy to have your suggestions. We're not always right. It's just all opinions. Throwing them Dan's opinions. More than likely, I'm always wrong anyway. So. But anyway, I um, hope to see you after, obviously, the, um, the end of the first round of matches. And then we'll do probably a quick one after England-Scotland. So that's me to say goodbye. Then. That's me, Chris. And who are we with today? Goodbye from Dan. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Podcast Network.